This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're listening to M.I.A., a new single from Chicago R&B artist Raven Linnae. It's one of the tracks off the long-awaited debut album, Hypnos, that was released today. In 2017, Linnae was on Rolling Stone's 10 New Artists You Need to Know list. In 2018, Linnae made the EP Crush with legendary producer Steve Lacey. She's toured with No Name and SZA and has received a massive amount of praise for her smooth vocals and modernization of the R&B genre. Now here at Reset, we love spotlighting true Chicago talent, and we're so happy to be able to do that today. Raven Linnae joins us now. Hi, Raven. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So I want to dig into that song that we just opened with, a press release that uh, came out with MIA really resonated with me. You said, MIA is about feeling free and comfortable in your skin. It's a peek into my world, the duality of knowing the energy you bring to the world, but also being confident in riding dolo. Talk about that feeling. (laughs) Yeah, I think I have two very strong parts of my personality where I want to be out. I want to enjoy the sun and be around people. But then I'm also very comfortable being by myself and finding solace in that. Um, So that song was kind of a shout out to the people who are like that and like me. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a feeling that's, I think, difficult for some people to to achieve. What advice would you have? On getting there, on, on, on being so comfortable yeah. in your skin. I think being in your own company is the best company, <laughs> but I think that uh, takes time to become comfortable with, and um, I'm still learning it, and it's going to be, a, I feel like, a lifelong journey for me. But um, being able to express that through music is really important for me, um, just to kind of give people that confidence, you know, make them move. And I, I know I really wanted to have a song like that on the project that expressed that. So Yeah. Well, let's hear a bit of another track. This is the one I personally have on repeat. It's called Skin Tight. It's a recent single. Me too. It's a single that you released featuring Steve (laughs) Lacey. Let's listen. It's so dreamy and and romantic. And, and, you know, Steve Lacey's been a longtime collaborator of yours and producer of your EP Crush, as I mentioned. So tell us the backstory there. How did you two start working together? Yeah, so randomly, I I remember this day very vividly because I was in the middle of a really good nap. (laughs) And my (laughs) phone started buzzing off the hook. And I saw that he had tweeted my project Midnight Moonlight out. And he DM'd me and was saying how big of a fan he is and how he wanted, you know, to connect. And shortly after that, um, I flew to L.A. and we met officially and started working from there. Um, Yeah, I love Steve. He's... I like to describe him as my musical twin flame just because I think it's so rare to find uh, someone who approaches music in the, in the same way you do. And we think about life very similarly and he's just a burst of energy in the room that inspires me so much. Um, Sounds like a match made in heaven. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, your, your style, when I listen to you and and your, your different tracks, it, it feels very reminiscent of, classics it throws me back to yeah love ballads by you know r&b or soul artists like aretha franklin 
Um, I love that. Sometimes I'm getting a little bit of mini Ripperton vibe from you, especially when love you get that. into your higher register. Um, yeah. Who were your musical influences? Yeah, I would say I'm very inspired by the women that came before me. So a lot of mini Ripperton plays in my house. <laughs> um, I, I a had a of... feeling. <laughs> yeah. of Denise Williams. influence on this project just because I've really studied the way she layers her vocals and um, it's really fun and cool and interesting and yeah. I try to evoke that in my vocal arrangements. Brandy could teach well. a master class on, on yeah, layering and I would vocals. be stacking front vocals. Row. <laughs> <laughs> I will be front row. What you can't gonna find me some to let go Wanna know that I'll be that kind of man You came real close But every time you build me up You won't You spent a lot of time in church, too, growing up. Yes. Your yeah. grandfather was a pastor, was he not? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Yep, a church on the south side. So did gospel music influence your, your style of R&B at all? I would say that that was probably the first place where I felt comfortable using my voice um, because prior to that, I didn't really have any outlet, um, you know, beyond singing in church and singing in, in, at home and taking vocal lessons and stuff like that. So I think that was my first audience in a way mm-hmm. and being able to test out my gift, you know, amongst people that I love and that care about me. So um, that was a very important time for me to be able to um, figure my voice out and and find it. Well, let's uh, let's go back in time a little bit with your music. Here's Free Room. This is one of your most popular early releases. So you should know I'm bouncing right now, and so is my entire control room, <laughs> the producers, the engineer. Uh, talk about writing Free Room. Yeah, um, that's a really fun song for me, and I understand why it's one of my bigger ones, because I think people just love 
easy feeling songs. I think the four on the floor feel is something that gets us moving without even realizing it. Um, but I, I wrote that in high school. Wow. And I remember feeling very, I don't know, um, I had a very innocent view of like music. I still do, but that was kind of the beginning of like me writing and expressing myself through music. So I like to describe it as like, a baby learning how to talk and then putting crazy sentences together. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me, learning, you know, my voice and how I wanted to, you know, put my songs together and what I wanted people to feel. So that one will always be a special one for me. Yeah, I mean, you might call yourself a baby, but you were in high school, mm -hmm. you know, you were signed to Atlantic Records yeah. before you graduated. Yeah. What was it like getting that kind of recognition at that early age? Yeah, I mean, when people ask me that question, I have to like really think about how crazy that is and to be touring in high school and missing class and missing prom and stuff like that. Um, but I think it was a really beautiful experience for me just because I went to an art school and, um, they almost promote that in a way, you know, having that kind of double life of, <laughs> of an artist in, you know, school and yeah. regular life. Um, but I think balancing that and still growing into a young lady was, you know, a lot and I'm still, you know, trying to figure it out now and, learning myself and through music. Um, so yeah, I, I look back on that period very fondly. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking with Raven Lene. She's here discussing her new album, Hypnos, that was released today. Uh, Raven, Chicago, as we know, it, it's notorious for some neo-soul and, and hip-hop circles that you frequent, actually. Yeah. And uh, here at Reset, we recently talked with Saba, on the show. Oh, amazing. Yeah, he spoke about uh, the inspiration that he took from his father, who's yeah. also a neo-soul musician. He's and amazing. He was talking about finding other Chicago artists with a similar style. I, I want to play a little bit of what he had to say. In those early, like, Chicago years where all of these other artists are starting to emerge, a lot of us just happen, by pure happenstance, to be doing similar things sonically. So we all had, you know, separate ideas on our own and our own influences, but it led us together. So in your opinion, what is it about growing up here in Chicago that just inspires yeah. this neo-soul or this modern gospel sound? Yeah, I think that there was a sort of renaissance happening um, in Chicago where similar to what Saba is saying, we all share these similar ideas, you know, but get them out in different ways and they sound different. We're all our own individual people, but together, I think we share this camaraderie and um, love for music and the genre that brings us together. Um, so it's definitely something in the water in Chicago because I have traveled uh, quite a bit and I don't I don't feel that same sense of community anywhere else in the world um, so that's why my city will always be important to me and special oh that's nice you know you've been featured on countless tracks by other mm -hmm. Chicago artists yeah you know, to your point so I wonder what you've learned from working with these musicians as you've yeah been developing your own career I've learned a lot, um, honestly, because I'm I'm kind of the little sister in the group <laughs> because everyone is older than me. Yeah. But even having, um, you know, No Name take me on my first tour ever was major for me. And I was able to 
watch her and see how she interacts with the crowd and really get a peek into what goes into touring and doing music full time and as a career. So having those examples and people who encouraged me and spoke very highly of me, um, inspired me, was very important during that time. Any plans in the works to collaborate with these artists again? Oh, we're always, we're always in the studio together. It's so funny because we all moved to LA in the past few years and we all just hang out with each other here. So it's basically Chicago, but warmer. Chicago, but warmer. (laughs) That's nice. You took Chicago with you. Yes. All right. Time to listen to another track. This one is called Light Me Up. a lot of modern love songs right yeah can you talk about why why is love such a powerful musical inspiration for you yeah I think from the beginning of time love has always been a source of um, inspiration in art I think love and art go hand in hand you can't have one without the other Um, but for me I I pull a lot of my writing and my thoughts from love and that can be romantic that can be self-love that can be family uh, or love for the the universe you know um or earth Mm -hmm. which are all themes and in hypnos um i think that's kind of a soft spot for me a vulnerable spot that i like to tap into um but I think as artists, it's just hard not to write love songs. <laughs> yeah, because you're experiencing yeah. it. What other experiences do you think get you into your creative zone? I think traveling is a big one for me. Um, so obviously when lockdown happened, I felt that stunt for a little while and had to think beyond you know, my four walls and my bedroom to really... Um, pull some of these songs together. Um, and that was a, a big challenge for me. And um, I'm, I'm really proud of, you know, how these songs came out and where I am now, um, because there was a period of time where I, I couldn't see the end. And, you know, when people talk about working on an album, I never thought that it would take me four years. And now I completely understand why people take forever on them because you really go through these peaks and valleys of you know doubting yourself and then feeling confident again and not liking the song anymore and you know having to find that inner peace you know um when there are a lot of opinions and a lot of people around who you know are in your ear or may like this and may not like that Mm -hmm. having to kind of feel empowered throughout that journey has been major for me well geez I'm curious how much has it changed over the last four years there's been a lot of songs I bet the version we have now is is (laughs) not what you started with (laughs) yeah but you know in this process there have been some songs that stuck the entire way through um Venom is one of those songs Go 
Light Me Up has always been on there, um, and Wish. Wish on a shooting star. Ooh, I wanna see you with eyes on. some songs on there that kind of anchored the, the entire project for me and yeah. I worked around those. That's awesome. You, you've got a tour next week. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about that. Where, where are you going to go and who are you yeah. performing with? Yeah, so I'm uh, taking Unusual DeMont with me, who's an amazing artist. Um, I met him um, at an L.A. show that I played uh, a month or so back, and he's incredible, super sweet. I'm so excited to tour with him. Um, but we're doing some U.S. dates, and then we're going to Europe for a little while, too. Um, oh, that's exciting. And ending in Chicago on purpose. Of course, <laughs> as you should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's next for you, Raven? You know, this album's yeah. out, the tour. Are you looking beyond that right now? What, what else can you tease for us? Um, honestly, I'm trying to learn how to be present in these moments a little bit more because I think these are very important moments that I want to remember very, uh, vividly. And I think I had a bad habit of looking beyond too early when right now I should feel blessed and happy and, um, inspired, you know, to be doing what I do. But, um, I'm always excited to be making new music. So I think post-tour, I'll probably be back in the studio. (laughs) Nice. We've been talking to Raven Lene. Her new album, Hypnos, is out today. Her tour starts next week, and she'll be playing the Metro in Chicago on June 22nd. Thank you so much for joining us, Raven. Thank you for having me. Let's go out on one more track. This song is called Where I'm From.
reach my ceiling Tell the sky I'm still dreaming Come on, let it run like a river through my veins And it sounds like a thousand names When I touch that place Pieces and ancient feeling Hear the sound it makes Seekers are so used keeping listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.